coming from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 27, through Mark, chapter 9, verses 1. Jesus is the Messiah. Them that they should tell no man of him. Thirty one. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he spoke, and he spoke that stand only, and Peter took him and began to rebuke him. But when he turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee, get thee behind me, Satan, for thou sayest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of man. And when he had called the people unto him, with his disciples, he said unto them, Who should I overcome after me? Let him deny his Lord, and give up his cross and follow me. And who said I will save his life, shall lose his, but who said I shall lose his life, and my faith, and his gospel, 
And some say he's just a man. He doesn't want to be. He wants to be somebody. Tell us a general response to the question who the man says that I am or who Jesus is. To the Jehovah's Witness, he's Michael of Archangel. They deny his deity. To the Mormon, they say that he's one God above many gods. Again, denying the deity. And to the Christian science, they say he's just a, a divine idea in your mind. Again, they deny him. But in verse 29, he asked a personal question. He says, but who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? This is like the most important question that a person can ask. Who do you say that Jesus is? You know, the emphasis is put on his 12 disciples. The ones that he trained, the ones that he chose, and he put for us today, his chosen one. Who do we say that he is? Put some back saying. church all we want to. We can sing in the choir, we can be behind the podium. We can hold any office in the church, but who do you say that I am? Who do you say that Jesus is? And that's a, like the most important question because it, it determines on how you answer that question determines where you spend eternity. Amen. Um, also, I was looking at it too that um, he asked them what, what, what were the other people saying about him and who they saw. And it's the same way with us today. We know, we hear all of these things around, but we're the ones that are supposed to have the truth. And if we be influenced by any of those other things that's out there, then we are supposed to uh, speak the truth and let them know who Jesus really is. Because there are, there are others who are influenced by what other man is believing. Mm -hmm. And saying who Jesus is. But it's important that each person know for themselves 
who Jesus really truly is. And so who is he? He's Who is he? Well, Peter gave gave the confession for all true believers of who he is. Peter said, "Please what? Christ, the anointed." Thou art the Christ, Peter said in verse thirty. Thou art the Christ, and it's important that we recognize him as the Christ. You have to recognize him as the Christ. See, when we think of Jesus as a great teacher, a prophet, just another man, we bring Christ down to our level. Mm-hmm. But we need to recognize Christ on who he truly is. Jesus as who he truly is. He is the Christ, the Son of God. And he had a plan and a purpose and a mission why he came to earth. And that was what? To die for our sins. And if we don't believe that he died for our sins, and we believe there's other ways to get to heaven, then guess what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get that. <laughs> That's only in Rome when all roads lead to Rome. But to go to heaven, there's only one road that leads to heaven. And that is the Christ. So it's a personal question. Who do you say that Jesus is? Who do you say that Jesus is? Why is it another reason that we have to know who Jesus is? We need to know who he is because we don't follow the wrong person. Don't follow the wrong person? We have to know what he is for us. We have to know what he is for us. We, we, we know To lead others to Christ, we we can't lead anybody else until we know. That's right. You can't. We the, the disciples were commissioned after they learned to lead others to Christ. Well, it's the same for us today. We have to know who Jesus is, so we can go ahead and lead others to Christ and tell them the truth on who Jesus is. Because as, as was said before, there's a lot of people. 
see Jesus in a whole different light. To a whole different light. And we see him as in one light, and that's as the Savior of the world. So we have to know the truth. Remember, he was only talking to his twelve. They had to know, because they had to go out. These were the same twelve that turned the world away. Upside down. So we have to turn the world upside down by knowing the truth on who Christ is. Sister Max. Now, Pastor Candy, uh, now, did, did, uh, did salvation, and for number two, so we can tell the lost world on who Jesus is. Anybody have any, uh, any more comments on verse 27, 28, 29, 30? Any comments? Then you can go out and teach others. 
And so they, they, Jesus charged them in verse 30 to be silent. And so until they come to the real meaning, then once they get to the real meaning, then they can go out. Then Jesus began to teach them in verse 31. So in verse 31. He and he began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the church and offered to his food, described and be healed, and that's what he did. First of all, he began to teach them things that must happen. He must suffer. This must mean that this is something that had to come to pass. He was going to suffer under the authority of the Jewish leaders. This was going to happen. And then he said he was going to teach what? Many, was it many what? Verse 31. Many things. And these things are going to happen that you haven't even seen before. Jesus began to now teach his disciples about his vision on earth. That he had to be rejected. Then he had to be what? He had to be killed. Mm-hmm. He had to be killed. And then verse 30, 31 says about he was going to live again. Doesn't verse 31 talk about his resurrection? And on the third day I'll be what? Rise again. So Jesus is now beginning to, to teach them that his mission, what he was going to do. Jesus showed the path that he had to travel. And he's going to try. And then verse, anybody have any comments on, on that? Verse 30. That's a Peter's rebuke and Jesus' counter rebuke. 
message for us today. The message for us today. We need to hear what Jesus is speaking to his disciples because it's for us today also. Then verse 34. Someone read verse 34 through 38 for you, please. Well, just the rest of the chapter, verse 34, all the way to the end of the chapter. 34, mm-hmm. 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 5, 6, and 6. Here he's the word of the Lord. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said to his yes. Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. For whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospel, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give and exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words and this adulterous and sinful generation of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the with the Holy Verse 34 is the invitation to all the people. First, Jesus was with his 12 and he spoke to his 12. Then he gathered all the people, the onlookers, and he gave them a great invitation. Verse 34 says, What? Whosoever? Whosoever? Is, is that what it says? Whosoever? Should come after me, a great invitation for the whole world, for all those that will hear the word of God. This is a great invitation. Whosoever means everyone, you, whoever, is a great invitation to come to Christ. Then he gives the criteria of the of, of following Christ. First of all, you have to deny sin. That's what we don't like to do. <laughs> You don't like to deny yourself. What does it mean? What does it mean to deny yourself? 
Save his life shall lose it. But whosoever that will save his life shall lose shall it. So what good is it? What good is it if you short? Save it. Save your life. On this earth and lose eternity. In other words, what good is it? What good is it? It's no good. Verse For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? So what good is it? So think about it. What good is it to gain the whole world, the world and to lose his soul? What does it profit you? It's no good. 
something to think about. So what is it? Then in verse 38, he gave a warning. Warning in verse Salvation, the way to get to heaven. The, the, word. the way to get to heaven is all finished. There's nothing else to be done. There's nothing else that man can do. Man can't do it except by believing who Jesus is. And that's why Jesus asked the question, who do you say that I am? That's why it's a personal question. You have to know for yourself that he is what? The Savior of the world. You have to know that he came to what? To die for our sins. You have to know that in order to get to heaven, you must accept him as Lord and Savior. People talk to preaching on all types of messages today. You can get to heaven any way that, that, that you want. You be good, you go to church, you do good works, and they said, you do, do all that, God got to live to a minute. <coughs> no. Nope. You have to believe that Jesus is the Christ. So they had Well, I, I've got a question. Is there uh, is there a way that believers can deny Christ? I mean, is, can we do things that other people will look at it and say they must don't believe in Christ? You know what I mean? Is that denying Christ? I, I believe that we that there's some believers 
There are some believers who give a bad testimony. Okay. They live a life that's a bad testimony. Okay. They believe that Jesus is the Christ, but their life is showing different than what they are called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Life is showing different. As far as denying you mean not accepting him, I believe it's happy. Okay, yeah, that's how I was thinking. Okay. A believer, a believer in Christ has to accept Christ. So then the denying is just the not. That their action and behavior. The church of Corinthians, and I always say, if 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 our church wants to be an example of a church in the New Testament, the church of Corinth was not the church to be like. Mm-hmm. Remember, they they lived their life, they they lived their life fleshly. But Paul still called them saints. But their life they lived was totally was against Christ's teaching. Okay. Right here. Everyday, it's just not hard. When my plate up is 
Christians today who don't really understand because we're not being taught. And that's why it's so important. I believe Sunday school and Bible study being taught. Always, if you're being taught how to behave, then you can behave that way. If you're being taught how to love your brothers and sisters, then you wouldn't have arguments. If you're being taught how to esteem one another, then you wouldn't be looking down. On so you have to be taught, and we have to be taught. And once we're taught, then we can go out and really tell the identity of who Christ is. Then in chapter chapter nine, verse one, Jesus says something interesting. You know, in following Christ, there is always comes a reward. In following Christ, there comes a reward. I want to read chapter 9, verse 1. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that there be some of them that stand here which shall not taste of death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. Here comes the reward. Jesus is coming back. Amen. Jesus is coming back. And his reward, all those that believe in him and who he is, is going to see Christ when he comes back to build his kingdom on this earth. Chapter 9, six days later, after he just got through talking to them, he took three of his disciples to the Mount of Transfiguration. And it was there at the Transfiguration that those three saw the kingdom come in his power. There they saw Christ uh, transfigured from his natural, natural body, human body, into his spiritual body, the way that he's going to come back and that he's going to set up his kingdom on earth. There is a reward in following Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and I conclude it. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, God's only Son, is the Messiah. He is a God in human flesh. What you think about Jesus determines what you think about everything else in life. Your conclusion about the identity of Jesus Christ is determined, determines your eternal destiny. Jesus Christ also can suffer. Jesus Christ also came to suffer and to die on the cross. He called upon those who are saved by his grace to be, to die to self and to take up their cross